Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Something has been on my heart lately and I have to share it because it's basically how I've become successful. And one, it's one word, but there's more to it than you would think. Um, the word is tenacity. If I could count all the times that I failed at something, uh, well, this would be a really long podcast first and foremost because I failed. In fact, I was telling my husband the other day, you know, growing up, he was naturally athletic. So everything he did, he was great at. And I was not built that way. And I really had to work hard at everything. School wasn't necessarily easy for me. Sports, definitely not easy for me. And I told him the other night, I said, you know, it's funny. I got to about eight or nine and decided, well, I'm never actually going to be good at anything. So I might as well just have fun and just start diving in and doing stuff. And it's a horrible thing to say, really, when you think about it, because that's not true. Uh, when you dive into those hard things, you end up mastering them. One of my favorites was when I played softball. I couldn't throw, couldn't really catch, definitely couldn't run. To this day, I'm not a runner by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> I was terrible at everything except for batting. And the only reason I was a great batter is because my parents in the off season of softball had me taking tennis lessons. I was a horrible tennis player as well. This should just be an episode of all the, all the mistakes and all the terrible things that Emily has done in her life. What happened though, if you have balls flying at your face every weekend for you know 52 weeks basically something starts to happen and it's called hand-eye coordination <laughs> and that's what happened with me i was a terrible tennis player but my hand-eye coordination excelled because i was practicing non-stop all the time every weekend and i get out to try out for softball and all of a sudden wow i'm a great hitter i have amazing hand-eye coordination and so why am I sharing all these random things with you? Because it's tenacity that changes the game. It's tenacity and your ability to continuously improve that's going to be the difference between success and failure. Failure, the actual definition of failure is stopping something. And I've had people say to me, you know, I've been in my job search for a really long time and nothing's changing. Nobody's calling me back then you need to get tenacious about that and say, okay, the process that I'm currently using is not working. What I am currently doing is not working. Then I want you to become a scientist. So here's what happens is most people, 
they, they, they're not science, scientists at all. They're just making these sweeping black and white observations, which is nobody's calling me for an interview. I'm not getting a job. I'm worthless. What? That's just a sweeping generalization. That is not true at all. How about this? I'm not getting interviews. Something must be wrong with my resume and LinkedIn profile. Then start researching that. What roles do you want? What do those job descriptions say? And are you speaking to that? Right? So let's say that starts to work for you because here's another thing. Maybe you're not applying to enough jobs because you're worried about hearing no. No is a beautiful thing. No means not right now. No means look at the data that you have and start adjusting. No is a tool. It is a stepping stone. It is going to help and guide you down the right path. So I want you to think about putting yourself in the scientist world and say, it's not that there's something fundamentally wrong with me. There's something going wrong in the process of hiring. So let's say you work those things out. You are applying enough and you are getting rejected, but you're getting some interviews as well. So things are starting to click, but guess what? You're still not getting jobs, right? So now where would you go? As a scientist, you would start working on that interview skill, right? Because something is not working in the interview realm. And again, is it you personally? No, because this is not a personal game. It is actually something that you're not representing well. And I want you again to look at the data that you have and all the interviews that you interviewed for. Get some data. Why did Who did they go with? What was it that you didn't have? And all of a sudden, now you have data points to make that even better. And I know this is a hard game to play. I've heard no so many times it would make your head spin. I started my business actually working one-on-one with people. And I had this goal of, you know, I'm going to hit around 500 people a year. It was my goal. And by the way, this is one-on-one, right? One-on-one, I'm going to talk to 500 people. Just think about that for a second because it's a lot of conversations. And back then, I really had no boundaries. So I was like, yes, let me talk to everybody for however long it takes. And let me just tell you that 500 people, when you hear no that many times, which by the way, not all 500 said no, but I didn't know what I was doing at first. But guess what? I kept track of data. Who were these people? Was I mainly talking to men or women? By the way, it was 50-50. Am I talking to older workers? Am I talking to younger workers? By the way, my data was telling me right in the middle. Somebody was fairly seasoned mid to late career is what I was seeing over and over again. And then what were they saying to me? And why weren't they calling me back? It's because I was talking at them, by the way. I wasn't talking to them. I wasn't listening enough. I will just give you that. It took me a long time to figure this out. I'm a slow learner. I heard no or was ghosted by so many people that I can sit here and tell you it's worth it. I gained so much information and I got this thick skin that if you tell me no today, I could not think twice about it. All I think is awesome. Here is more data that's going to lead me in the right direction. No has a place in your job search. No 
is your friend. No is closing some doors so that you end up down the right hallways and other doors open for you. No is a beautiful thing that you are robbing yourself of by not applying to enough jobs, tenaciously updating resume, your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and becoming a scientist in what is it the job market wants. Every no leads you to a place of where you're supposed to be. I want you to know that right now you are growing, you are learning. Under pressure, that's how diamonds grow. In irritation, well, that's how pearls are formed. So think about Are you under enough pressure? Are you applying to enough positions? Are you hearing no enough to guide you down the right path? Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.